Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Train Like You Listen, a weekly podcast about all things learning and development in bite-sized chunks. I'm Brian Washburn, co-founder and CEO of Endurance Learning and your host for Train Like You Listen. And today, I am joined by Erin Clark, who is one of my colleagues at Endurance Learning. She is our Learning and Development Manager. Erin, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I feel honored. Well, I'm really excited to get into this conversation because in today's topic, we're going to be talking about the importance of being able to share what you learned at a professional development experience. So it could be a conference or maybe a webinar or something like that. The importance of sharing what you may have taken away with other people on your team who didn't attend that experience. And so before we get into any of that other stuff, we always like to have our guests introduce themselves using a six-word biography. And so when I think of this topic about just being able to share what you learned with other people, I would say conferences bring me energy and thoughts. How about you, Erin? How would you introduce yourself in exactly six words? (laughs) Yeah, so exactly six words. I cheated, Brian. (laughs) I chose four, which maybe that makes me an underachiever. I don't know. But but the alliteration was there and it just worked for me. So uh, introducing myself in terms of conferences, I think of learning, listening, and leading. I think that's perfect. And honestly, you know, doing it in in fewer than six is probably even more challenging. So you may actually be better than I at at this game. (laughs) But let's talk about this because this idea came up when you had a chance to share with our team some of the things that you took away from the regional ATD Coast to Coast virtual conference. And so the first question I have for you is what made you want to attend that particular conference? Yeah, so good question. Uh, There were several draws for me about that particular conference. And as far as kind of context for me, during the height of the pandemic, you know, when schools and daycares and offices and all the things closed down, I decided to take some time to be home with my littles and let my main job be mom for a season. And I tried to remain connected to the L&D world as much as I could, but quite frankly, it was really challenging and my energy was just needed elsewhere. So as I've gotten back into the professional sphere, I knew I wanted a professional development opportunity that would kind of give me a chance to get back out there, so to speak, and to reconnect and immerse myself in, gosh, even like the language and the learning again. And this conference checked all those boxes for me. And then I think in addition to that, I am a member of ATD Puget Sound. So that was one of four chapters that hosted this conference. And so for me, a draw was not only would I get to learn from people locally, but I would get to learn from a diverse group that I probably wouldn't hear from otherwise. And so, you know, that was a, a secondary piece. And then I think the third piece was it was virtual. And so until today, like literally today, I've been home with all of my people, like many of Mm -hmm. us have. And so because it was virtual, it was something I could do while being home as well. Yeah, and that's perfect. And and I love hearing that answer because different people have different motivations for wanting to either go to a workshop or a class or a conference. And then people will go, they'll learn some things, they'll get energized. But then they get back to their offices or back to wherever they're working in their corner of the house, right? And they kind of forget what they learned. How are you making sure that you don't fall into this pattern that, wow, that was a great experience. Now let me go back to business as usual. 
Totally. Well, and in full disclosure, I'm, I'm not always great at this, but I'm working at it. Well, and that's I the think, thing. And, and that's yeah. the thing. I don't think that, I don't know anybody who's good at it. Yeah, exactly. And, and so I think uh, the good news is we're all in the same boat, <laughs> like you said. Sure. So I think for, for me, what's important when I attend a conference or a professional development event, I try to build in some accountability on the, the other end. So I'm compelled, if you will, to report back. I also really enjoy learning from others. So in the past, I've also scheduled time to debrief with people who attended the same conference and maybe they went to a different session so I can learn new things. Maybe they went to the same session and we get to just talk about our different takeaways, but that's also helpful for me to kind of have that scheduled time to connect with someone else. And and I really found that if I don't take the time to capture my thoughts and my learnings within that first week or two after the event, that energy is lost. It's not totally gone, right? We can go back to our notes, but if I can capture it right in the moment or as close to the moment as possible, it's a richer feedback experience for myself. Yeah, and so with this particular conference, what are you most excited about putting into practice? So there were two sessions that got me particularly jazzed one of the sessions, I learned some new PowerPoint tricks that were really inspiring. <laughs> Which is so really, dirty. <laughs> no, that's really funny to say because people are like, oh, I use PowerPoint all the time, right? And why, why would I go to a session on that? There's so many other things. So in this, this particular session, you, you and I have talked about this, is Bright yes. Carbon, who does these, these amazing things amazing. with this super powerful tool that most of us so underutilize. So can you talk a little bit more about that? Absolutely. Well, and I, it was, it's kind of funny because in my current role, I actually don't use a lot of PowerPoint, but it was, it was that inspiration. Like it got me thinking about, well, if PowerPoint can do this, then what can Storyline do? And how can mm-hmm. we use some of that format and that just even that idea in some of the current projects that I'm working on? And so again, I feel super nerdy being like a PowerPoint tips and tricks was my favorite one, but quite honestly, it really was. <laughs> Everybody who's listening is probably the same level of nerdiness. So I think that it's it's, it's our people, yeah. (laughs) I also attended a session on appreciative inquiry. And this one was definitely more focused on the person, not necessarily like the output, the work. But I mean, you and I have talked before, we're trying to bring our full selves to work. I think this pandemic has highlighted that more than ever before. And so they're very much related, right? The internal and the external. But the session opened with a question that I just keep thinking about and has been really pivotal for me. And the question was, what is the best thing that happened to me today? And I find even in the midst of stressful projects or things that aren't going well, or, you know, we're up against deadlines or gosh, even kids fighting and driving me crazy. If I take time to reflect on the good, it really can help shift my mood and my energy. And it's been really powerful for me. And so when you had a chance to attend this, I had asked, would you mind sharing some of your key takeaways with the rest of our team? And I wrote about this a little bit in last Thursday's blog post, because I thought that was just a magical moment for me. It was a magical moment for the team because you started sharing and then everybody else started to build other ideas that you hadn't even mentioned. But I'm kind of curious from you, what was helpful for you about being asked to share what you learned with the rest of the team? Mm -hmm. Well, being asked was really helpful to me. It created that accountability that I had spoke about earlier to help synthesize my experience and my learnings, but in a timely manner, right? I was like, okay, Brian needs me to do this. 
I'm also, I'm a, a write things on paper kind of person. And so as I was at the conference, I'm using my pen and my notepad and knowing that I was doing a show back, I then took all my chicken scratch and typed it up into some notes that felt like, okay, this will kind of make sense to someone else. And then in this particular instance, because one of my big takeaways was a PowerPoint session, I actually was able to use some of what I learned to put together that pretty short 10 minute show back. And that was really neat for me because it felt like it was using all of the different learning experiences, right? Like I heard the session, I took my notes, I then like rewrote my notes, and then I actually practiced the skills that I was taught. And it really cemented for me some of those things that I had learned and gave me a chance to put it into practice. Yeah, I love this whole conversation. I wish we could talk more about it. I'm just coming off of the ATD's International Conference and Expo. I'm excited to share what I learned with the team once I get back into the office. And this is definitely one of those conversations that I hope that people who are listening also will take to heart. You know, if, if you've been to, whether it's an ATD conference or whatever other conference, or if you have other people on your team who are going to these professional development events, it's amazing what can happen when they come back and share with people who didn't get to go because questions start to be asked. And then, you know, you kind of build upon, you know, oh, this was, this was your key learning, but ooh, I'm, I wonder if we could do this with that. And it just, it, it makes the whole experience better for everybody as opposed to, you know, the person who goes just kind of keeping it to themselves. And right. so thank you so much for giving me some time and, and sharing some of these thoughts. Before we go, I'd love for our listeners to get an opportunity to get to know you just a little bit more with a few speed round questions. Are you ready for these speed round questions? I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. So the first question I have is what's the best piece of advice you've ever received? So the best piece of advice I've ever received is to stay curious. And that actually came from my mom. And I think it just applies to so many different situations, right? Like if we have this learning curiosity mindset, whether it's a relationship that is feeling stuck or a project that's feeling stuck. I mean, I, I see this with my kids all the time. I still have young little ones. And so I get asked why, like probably a hundred times a day, <laughs> but the more questions they ask, it's helping them sort out the world and make sense of things. And I think that's really true for us as adults too. The more curious we can be, the more we can learn. So I think stay curious. Yeah, I love that piece of advice. And while we're speaking of conferences and at the ATD conference, one of the keynote speakers was Patrick Lencioni, who wrote Five Dysfunctions of a Team, but he has uh -huh. something new out um, about kind of the six different types of genius that you can bring to work. And one of those is the wonderer, which mm -hmm. is that idea of you need to have somebody on the team who's curious. And so I hope you always stay curious for us. What's the value for you of joining the local ATD chapter? Oh, man. I don't know if I can say enough good things about local ATD chapters. I also know this is supposed to be quick. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I will just say some of the words that come to mind, um, connection and relationship, place to try and grow. And my caveat there is I have volunteered through various roles in our local chapter and have just found it such a great place to try on a new hat and to get feedback and to learn from that. The professional development and the learning has just been awesome. So uh, you should probably cut me off, but <laughs> I'm a big fan of local ATD chapters. Yeah. Well, and so for people who are listening, Aaron and I, before we started working together, we met 
many years ago um, mm -hmm. through our local ATD chapter. And yes. so it, I think that it is a great place for making those connections. Like you said, trying new things, experimenting, getting the feedback, volunteering, getting involved and things like that. And so the last question that I have for you, Aaron, before we leave is what should people in L&D be listening to, maybe podcasts or reading? This is such a good question. And my answer might be a little non-traditional. So I think people in L&D should be reading or listening to the things that interest them. And, uh, you know, for me, and this is probably true for most people, that's what keeps our attention. Like when we switch from I have to, to I want to, it just, it makes it so much easier to engage and to learn. And so my advice is to dig into the areas, be reading and listening to things that you're curious about and that mm -hmm. you're interested in learning more. I love that answer. Aaron, thank you so much for joining us. And thank you for sharing some of your experiences from that virtual conference and kind of a meta conversation about how that sharing of that was helpful to you. Hopefully it's helpful to other people who are listening. To everyone else, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Train Like You Listen, which can be found weekly on Spotify, on Apple, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like what you hear, please go ahead and share it on Twitter, on LinkedIn, other places, because that's how other people will find out about this too. Until next time, happy training, everyone. This week's podcast is sponsored by Soapbox. Sign up today for a free demo at SoapboxReply.com.